0: Hi, I'm Powie, and you're listening to Rappler Podcasts. You're listening to Hustles Inside the Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, why they're doing what they do, and what it takes to do it. As always, this is Powie.
1: And this is Tristan. We are part of Rappers Hustle Team. So join us today, we have Boo Boo Bars. They are an online vegan ice cream business that's actually very highly in demand. In fact, sell up within minutes so here to talk about it please welcome ria and
2: jake soriano hello ria and jake
1: welcome
0: hey to the show.
2: Hi, thanks for having
0: thanks us for having us all right so <laughs> let's get this out of the way explain vegan ice cream to me how is that possible
2: well <laughs> vegan ice cream is basically like you make it with with ingredients that are not from animal products so like for boo boo bars, we make it dairy-free. So instead of milk, we use um, other substitutes. Other yeah, substitutes. Other substitutes
3: for that. One thing about vegan ice cream is we tried our best really to make it seem like it's just regular ice cream. Uh, that's one of our goals. Yeah. <laughs> it's really? it's a challenge actually, and I think there's a stereotype you now. Once you hear vegan or or plant-based or something, you don't immediately think, ay masarap, right? But but I think uh, we try to prove that. Wrongly. <laughs> yeah, we
2: really wanted to push the boundaries mm. of vegan, and we didn't want the customers to be limited to just like what with, with what's available in the market. Usually, it's coconut, strawberry, chocolate, or vanilla. So we wanted to be more creative. So that's why we ended up with a bar.
1: So how did you get into this whole um idea of getting into um vegan desserts? Like, and not just that, but you decided to set up shop. Like, okay, vegan desserts. It's a business idea, not like hobby.
3: We're actually a uh, mid-pandemic. Uh, a startup brand. So like in the middle of on the middle of it all right in 2020 Rhea actually had a day job and um she's always had that passion for for making ice cream. She's always in the kitchen. And maybe before like I think how many years ago? St- 4 years. Well,
2: ago? I I started that hobby around 4 years ago, I think 2017. I I was making dairy ice cream.
3: Yeah, she was making dairy ice cream at that time. And then because of her work she kind of had to put a stop to it. She couldn't balance both. So uh, when the pandemic hit, she still had her day job, but I remembered and I know that she had this passion and I told her, hey, you know, you should, you should, like, you should quit your job <laughs> and, and focus on, focus on uh, making ice cream. And uh, it was actually, we were hesitant about it because it it's a such a scary, blessing, right, yeah. to have a, a job during the pandemic. And that's what she had. So we eventually took that leap of faith into uh, taking this business on, and um, Rhea started making actually dairy ice cream. Bubu started as making dairy ice cream, but we never… That was the original plan. That was the original plan. Like, we were already developing, and she already had some existing flavors. But also in the middle of the pandemic, what was everyone else doing, right? Everyone was like… Exercising. Exercising, trying to find healthy things. So, one of our friends, uh, she encouraged us. She's a holistic doctor. Uh, hi, Carolyn, if you're listening. <laughs> she uh, she encouraged us to uh, go on the elimination diet. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. But can you explain the elimination so diet in the most simple way? It's a three
2: way? week program that you get into. It will help clean your gut. And what you need to do is to eliminate the common allergens. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm using the correct term. Okay? Mm-hmm. But um, to eliminate common allergens, allergens like sugar, dairy, and gluten. So those are the three main, but a And then after that, supposedly it will help you now determine what your body is intolerant to.
3: Yeah. So uh, we we discovered after that three week, we reintroduced some some uh, different food groups and we discovered, yeah, we were uh, lactose intolerant and we were like shocked. We're like, yeah. no, yeah. we cannot. So... can't. And uh, so we had to like figure out what are we going to do? She already, I mean, left the job and uh, we're like, how?
2: I didn't want to do it anymore
3: yeah and we were kind of thinking should we do it still and like still make dairy ice cream without eating it but we're like, no we can't do that right <laughs> so uh eventually we were almost on the brink of like saying oh, we can move on to a different idea but we said Ria had said maybe I can just try let's try to make yeah. vegan ice cream
2: yeah he actually requested for me to make because between us you're yeah I'm, I'm
3: really bad with lactose no, I'm really bad <laughs> I go into vegan food and uh, lack of yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Such a yeah, let's yeah. not go into that, but so
2: it was just that one time that I tried, and then, um, and then we said, Hey, you know, this could work. Toy.
3: I think we tried soy, yeah. We tried a bunch of uh, different milks, we tried a bunch of different recipes yeah. until uh, we came up with she came up with her own by you know. Just
2: adding to. and then, oh, okay, maybe this
3: will work with But, this in you, but yeah, to, in complete honesty, the first batches were kind of like, oh, what is this? So that's why we really <laughs> didn't
2: want to pursue it anymore. Yeah, we,
3: we gave up. Also, after trying a few, we were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. It's not going to work out. Yeah. But a friend, she, she was kind of like an angel to yeah. us. Like at, at that point, we were about to give up. She gave us, like without any uh, inkling, nothing. She, nothing. Didn't she didn't know anything about what we were doing. She gave us a case of milk. Uh, oh, no. Specifically, almond milk and uh, the mm. brand, the exact brand that we use. Mm. And she was like, oh, "You know, I, I heard you guys are trying to be healthy. Um, I just I... felt like, you know, giving you a case <laughs> wow. of, uh, of of milk." And we we're like, "You know, this is the exact milk that we use."
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're like, there, "Okay,
3: okay, we gotta do it. We gotta do it."
2: <laughs> so from there, I tested again, and then that's when we came up with the recipe that we use now.
3: Yeah. And then yeah, I think after that. She had another idea. Let's try it. Let's do bars just to be different. And yeah, I per- I personally felt- like, I like bars.
2: So at that time, so we found out we were lactose intolerant. We were trying to look for other dairy alternatives in the market. And then we would try different, different, different brands. <laughs> and then for some reason, it just didn't taste the same. Of course, because there's no dairy there, right? But we really wanted something that would satisfy that craving. So, so there, I experimented. And Until then, you got it, yeah. Yeah, and then we thought, you know, not a lot of brands do this. Actually, I don't know of a local brand that sells vegan ice cream bars. Um so we did I think because it's really
3: difficult to do it.
0: <laughs> Why boo boo? What is oh, what bubu. does boo boo mean? Uh, well, <laughs> sweet though. <no? laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, bubu. yeah. Hey boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I uh we came up with boo boo. I think uh the the brand itself, we wanted it to be playful, we wanted it to be fun, um, even our flavors. And all everything about the brand, we just wanted it to be fun and playful. So, uh, of course, that had to go and tie in with the name, right? So, Boo Boo comes from uh, my pet name when I was a kid. Actually, Aww. yeah, when my my parents um, would my, call him would Boom call, Boom, they would call me Boom Boom. So they would call me Boom or Boom Boom, and then <laughs> it's a uh term of it's a term of yeah. endearment. So I growing up, I remember that all the time, and I said, Hey, maybe why don't we just like twist it up a bit and make it. A uh, little different. So we came up. We just shortened it, basically. So it's just boo-boo. Yeah. So um, and I think that encapsula- encapsulates the whole brand idea that we're trying to to do. So yeah, boo-boo.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's perfect because, you know, you're talking about like a snack. You're talking about comf- comfort food here, yeah. right? A, yeah. a treat, if you will. You did mention uh, the term drop. Right, and that's yeah. kind of I think that's the big buzzword that we'll be touching up on throughout this episode. For for people who aren't as familiar, you can check them out on Instagram, Boo Boo Bars, and you'll notice. Well, for the most part, you'll notice that it'll always say that it, they're sold out. But <laughs> but the reason they are is because the the your release model is in the form of these quote unquote drops that I think people are now more familiar with. I myself yeah. came across. Uh, drops because I collect Mondo posters. They're, they're these very exclusive uh, posters that as soon cool. as Mondo tweets it, you kind of have to like click on the link, click on the link, and it sells out in less than nice. two minutes. Um, NFTs, the NFT conversation is yes. all about drops. Like- They've emphasized the whole marketing buildup and such. But, but also, this is kind of in the same vein as like, um, uh, you know, bespoke... Uh, bes- mm-hmm. bespoke designs or like if you're in publishing mm-hmm. like print on demand it's yeah. just like this uh, this quote unquote scarcity model right of yeah. there being a limited supply so what inspired you to take on this scarcity model
3: I think first of all um, we're kind of as much as we'd want to always be available <laughs> where we were kind of forced into this model <laughs> but because to be completely honest, it's so difficult to, to make, uh, our product. It takes a lot of time and, and a lot of hands. And especially now we're not that many to, to, to be making this, but I think the drop system that we've been doing also has been, has been nice as well. Cause it also kind of creates a little game for people, right? I mean, uh, it's fun to be waiting for something. And uh, and when you get it, it's even more rewarding. And when you're able to place your order, you know, it's so fulfilling for us when, during drop even days. Even for us, even right? For us, yeah. With other
2: brands, yeah. we really like that feeling of waiting and then anticipating <laughs> if you're gonna get it or
3: not. Yeah, and and like, it's so, it's heartwarming for us when we see people on the drop days and then they tag us on an Instagram post. They say, I placed an order, I got, a, I got an order. We really like when we sell out. We're really sold out. Like there's yeah. there's nothing left. It's it's not uh it's not a stunt. But right. we really uh as much as we'd want to have more and and produce more, uh that's really what we have to do now. And hopefully we can increase you know over time the quantity. But I think the drop system honestly is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think do you have something to add? Yeah, to that? I think
2: it's really mainly that uh because the, everything is really just handmade and um at the at the, at the start, it was just me, and then three months into it, we really said, okay, we need help. So the model of dropping only, let's say, once every two weeks or three times a month, it's really because of the supply. Um, it's really all hand handmade, hand-dipped, everything. So.
3: Yeah, and like, like you said, Pawe, you mentioned uh, bespoke, bespoke, right? So I, I'd like to think of our bars kind of like that. It, it's yeah. really handcrafted. To the point that we mentioned, we say in our in our brand, we say no two bars are And it's really like that. So wow. each bar is designed differently. Yeah. Each bar is like a uh, top differently. You'll never really like come as across. As much
2: as we want it to be all consistent. It's yeah. also fun that it, it comes out different each time.
0: Yeah. And, and what about the flavors, by the way? Because I'm not too familiar. So are, are the flavors also like an announcement? Or do people already know uh, what, to, what, what the next drop is going to be and, and such?
2: For now, we have three core flavors. That's uh, you, little monkey, which is the banana flavor. Um, Fancy pants, which is roasted strawberry, and then nuts for you, which is our vanilla almond praline flavor.
1: And I think it comes with the territory, you know. If you want customized works like handcrafted, of course the supply it's a bit scarce. Because it's not like automated and like you don't you don't get it from a machine. So anyway, yeah. I think what also sets her aside from that. What also sets your business apart, it's that you, you, what you mentioned na, you were born amidst the pandemic. We've had a lot of guests and we've often asked, like, Sige, how did you pivot? Kayo naman, like, you were born amidst this chaos. Parang si Bane lang, eh. Oh, oh yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the question lang is, like, did you have any advantages? Do you see any advantages, mm. like, starting from this, like, cloud kitchen na uh-huh. Um uh, so How yeah, did you- it affect your mentality in creating the business structure.
2: I would think it's an advantage that we didn't have prior experience um, running a business pre-pandemic, right? Because we were really just forced to do everything online. So to us, it works as an advantage because like there's no, I would say not a lot of adjustment on our part, that when we launched it, it was really just, we, we really meant for it to be sold online.
3: in in the midst of the pandemic of course i am actually my my real job is an advertising director so i work on commercials and uh, in the midst of the pandemic productions were also like put on hold so a lot of uh, work for me personally was uh stopped so i didn't have much income then 2020 and originally really starting boo boo was a way for us to be like hey you know if we start something at home and uh, it earns a little bit and it's enough to pay for our rent our operations and uh, that we'd be happy like that'd be more than enough that's all we wanted honestly and then it turns out like we really didn't have any expectations jumping into it we're like if we sell like even if we sell like 50 <laughs> like i think even ria said even if i sell 25 I feel- a-, a week
2: at least i know so <laughs> i'll be really happy
3: but uh it turned out to be even more than that and uh we're actually Really blessed by how much people enjoy it
2: maybe I think another advantage is we saw how businesses tried to pivot through it, and then yeah, later then part- on we decided, okay, maybe this is the model that we we should follow
3: but the biggest challenge I'd say one of the biggest challenges is it's it's still so uncertain how things are really going now, um, especially like like last April right um, the ecq we didn't yeah. really expect we didn't really yeah. expect that, so we had to also so cut we down were
2: prepared to Make more and do more drops, and then all of a
0: sudden, bam! Grabbing the the metaphor of uh, of how ECQ would have thrown them off. Imagine they you prepared a batch of ice cream (laughs) bars that literally (laughs) will will melt (laughs) before your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to uh, you know expound more on uh, a bit of what you shared, which was your uh, kind of your. Your own like professional expertise, your background, and we haven't yet heard much on how you two split the work, right? And how the operation yeah. works between you two. So, can you just uh, quickly uh, paint us a picture?
3: Uh, okay, how would you like to paint the picture?
0: Hello, first... <laughs> 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 no,
3: it's me. No, it's me. No, Who's no, no, the no. carry? Who's the hard well, carry? No, I'm the one. No, the
2: basically, I'm the one doing everything in the kitchen. <laughs> yes, and he takes care of marketing, logistics.
3: Yeah. So yeah, everything no, basically you. business related or background related, uh, backroom related rather. Uh, that's more of my, my job. Um, we're a two man team. Uh, she takes care of everything in the kitchen as she said. So she comes up with ideas. Uh, she comes up with, uh, new flavors. She oper- uh, she's in charge of operations and production, right? So she, she plans out the days, when will the the drops be? What's gonna be done on that day? She does a lot. Ria carries the boo boo a lot. Um, I'm more of really the background guy who takes care of the backroom stuff. <laughs> but uh, I think my my background as an advertising director also has helped um, in in our in our digital area. So it's fun to actually be, have my own brand that I can play around with. Because normally as a director, I'm kind of like you know giving clients what they want, not necessarily what I want, right? I mean, of course, as much as my input but at the end of the day it's really the clients who have the the final say but having this brand actually is uh, also a playground for me to to be uh experimenting with stuff i don't know if you guys saw the uh the post we did like i think uh, early on like early this year it's like a 3d we did like a 3d art no i was kind way. of inspired check yeah out. you should check it out uh it was like a 3d art i was kind of inspired Make by these conveyor belt uh, yeah yeah infinite infinite looping infinite looping videos that are like Ten seconds. Yeah, wrong, you I see know those a lot. Start. I love those. So I got inspired by that, and uh, we got an artist to to partner with to help us out with that. And uh, it was a fun little project. I was like, "This is this is exactly like what we want to do in terms of online things." But yeah, things like that. I think that that helps a lot. And Ria's background.
2: I worked in retail for about maybe twelve years until we decided, okay, we'll try to do this full time. totally different from what I'm doing now (laughs) because (laughs) now it's all just kitchen work and churning, dipping, managing inventory (laughs) (laughs) or supplies. So everything back end also.
3: Mm -mm. Yeah.
2: So um, you mentioned earlier,
1: like one benefit or like one advantage was since you started in the middle of the pandemic, it's like you were able to observe and how others were pivoting and learn from that. So I want to expound on that a bit. So can you like share some of your like main lessons that you learned from 2020 and how is that guiding this 2021 and beyond?
3: I think one of the biggest learnings from like what we were able to get from, from other brands or other businesses who were pivoting was, I think, really being available and having a good digital platform. I think there were a lot of times na brands didn't necessarily have that that uh, that built already in a digital uh, website maybe or even a, a a Instagram page that was curated. Um, I think some were still trying to get into that zone, getting getting into that uh, field, right? Um, so we kind of took took note of that, and uh, we tried to really make sure that. When people go to our Instagram, they sort of already get the whole picture of what we are.
2: Correct. I think um, maybe something that can be added to that is that it's it's actually the same. But then, um, for example, for me having a retail background, I would think because of, just because of my experience, I think a lot of consumers are still used to you know having that full retail experience, meaning store experience where you walk in a store, you try things, you talk to a sales associate. So now because everything is done online, the challenge is how do you translate that same customer experience online? And what we're learning now is, you know, as a brand, how you communicate online is very important. Everything has to be cohesive and consistent consistent. and and in terms of, let's say, customer experience, you have to be. You have to engage them, right? You have to be present <laughs> there in your DMs. Yeah, so everything like you really need to be able to give them that same customer experience and that feel. You know, it gives them that confidence.
3: Yeah, right. they're talking to someone, and it's
2: not just the brand they're talking to. It's a, really person. a person.
3: It's really us who reply to the DMs. Um, right. It's me also sometimes sending orange hearts. <laughs> because she's like hey, you have to be you have to be a little bit more feminine when you talk in the in Instagram so, okay it has so.
2: to this. even the way we communicate with the customers it it really has to be something that's well thought of and aligned with the brand but also very real
0: yeah and that goes back to the earlier point on you know endearment and, and comfort and yeah. and all that especially now and I think that's why the response uh, you're seeing such a response now it's because there is a clear uh, there's an obvious crisis going on but there. There are clearly, you know, internal struggles that people are going through that they they kind of need uh, this uh, this positivity in their life, and also to note on your earlier point about uh, the idea of curating an experience, I really I really think you're on to something here with the drops. I think that helps um, because when we think of online, we think of uh, limitless. Possibility, but the fact that you're imposing a scarcity, well, although you said it was natural because you just only have that much to spare, yeah, that yeah. is kind of the trade off for the people's normal, usual experience of, oh, I have to get in the car and drive to the thing, and then maybe <laughs> True, you know, yeah. I yeah. might not make it. But anyway, um, I, I'm loving this uh, conversation. We are wrapping up quite nicely. I think this would be a very interesting thing to ask you now, especially as people who kind of stumbled into the vegan world here in the Philippines. Tris and I were wondering, um, what are your insights on uh, how veganism uh, is catching on here in the Philippines? And do you see that it's a growing market?
3: Yeah, I think you're right, Pau, in a sense that uh, the, the vegan itself is still very new, right? Relatively new to the Philippine market. And, uh, but the good thing about it is, like even us, we are so encouraged to see so many other vegan brands popping up, and it was it's 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 encouraging in a sense that we know that now people are becoming more accepting of what vegan is. And like I said to my earlier point, right, when people hear vegan, they don't necessarily think masarap or it's good or tasty, right? But now people are 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 trying to are now people are experiencing that hey, it's almost it can be like the real thing. So there are a lot of brands. Who are also doing that and it's so encouraging to see that and like even mainstream bands are doing it like see like Burger King, right? Burger, burger King, King has a plant-based Starbucks, burger. Um, Shakey's. Shakey's has also some sort of a plant-based uh, options, options. Um, and uh, their Cosmic is also a, uh, a, a vegan Yes, previous the, guest.
0: On the we podcast, love their yeah.
3: Food. Shout out to Cosmic. We love their food.
1: <laughs> yeah, I introduced Tabby to Cosmic. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right, Tristan. Brands like that make it so much more like, hey, it's 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 good. Just try to experience it, and uh, we really we hope that people will uh, have that idea. Now, let's okay. Let's let's give it a try. Give it give it a chance, right? Yeah.
2: Definitely, I think there's so much room for growth um, in this segment well because because a lot of like like you said a lot of mainstream brands are getting into it also but i think because more like with what's been happening globally people are now more concerned with the way they consume things and it's not just food right so it's sometimes it's even the clothes everything transportation so people are now more open to that idea of not completely transitioning but having better alternatives
1: so speaking of growth, because uh, you mentioned that uh, um, uh, the landscape's growing. So, what's next for Boo Like, how do you see yourself growing as well?
3: You know, things are really exciting now. Uh, I mean, production is going on in our living room right. <laughs> outside wow. right now. So we just live in a condo, a low-rise condo, and uh, it's not a big space. But we basically don't have a living room anymore. Our living room is a commissary. <laughs> so. There's a little production going on right now in the other room but uh I mean th- that's how I think most businesses start right and it's a fun thing to do I mean it's exciting to see what's going to happen and I think many people also get that that feeling when they start a business of, oh I'm so small I'm compared to this brand compared to this other business look what they're doing and look at me I'm in I'm in my living room slaving away but I think most of the time I will all, I think everyone will start from somewhere, right? Yeah. So for Apple. people, <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it, for, for those who are trying to start a business now, for those listening and are maybe having, be, having a discouraging moment or time, I really just encourage you guys to, uh, keep pushing on cause you never know what's going to happen, right? With your brand, with your business and it all starts from somewhere. So, uh, in terms of production, that's where we are now. And we we hope soon that we can uh, slowly expand. Uh, if people continue to like our product and drop and uh, uh, and buy from our drops and what, what else is in store in terms of the creative side, Rhea?
2: We're there in the middle, trying to figure out how we can, I guess, make more just to serve the current market. And we're trying to explore, um, possible options for expansion now <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. so hopefully really we can make enough
3: <laughs> yeah and i think uh, one thing we really want to do also is um we want to maybe be able to work together also with other vegan brands um we're all in this together i mean we don't see anyone really as competition because we're all trying to you know make things work right so if we see collaborations here and there that we can do, we'd love to do it. I think some of our flavors that we plan to do are, are, are collabs with other vegan brands. Um, but yeah, things like that. I think there's so much to come with Boo Boo. Can I just share the first few months, sure. we had no sleep. <laughs> like from it was, just- it was really just her. <laughs> and like I tried to help, guys. I tried my best to help in production. Like I'm going to help you out. I'm going to dip the bars. And and I, like I,
2: no joke there was one time I was doing production I didn't notice it like it was 6am already and the sun was up
3: yeah like, yeah yeah days wow. like that so the, during the time I tried to dip I, I, I lifted it up and she's like it's not like that you can't do it stop I'm yeah. just gonna do it myself right so so, <laughs> so factory like reject so yeah we were for the first two or three months it was really it was sleepless guess. nights, but all worth it. I think now we've, we've adjusted. We've found ways to work with what slowly we have slowly.
0: Trying. Yeah. You sound absolutely blessed. I mean, it's it's been six months if you think about it. So, yeah. you know, not even a year. So all the more power to you. Kudos to you. And uh, we wish you the best of luck with all that. We're not going to let you go just yet, though. Oh, oh, we're no. going to wrap things <laughs> up as we normally do with our cool. play of the week. So we talked a lot about work. Now let's talk about play. Any fun activities or recommendations for our listeners to unwind from the busyness <laughs> of business?
3: This is something we do to really unwind and like reset. If we're not sleeping right, if we're not eating right, if we're if our health is down, this is something we do, and it completely like resets us for another another round. Um, have you guys heard of overlanding?
0: No, Tristan. Really, (laughs) yeah. Yay! This is an actual new thing. I love it when I hear new things. (laughs) Yeah, same.
3: Overlanding is basically uh, using your vehicle uh, to travel long distances with a destination in mind. So it's around 80% highway roads and then 20% unpaved roads. And then once you once we get to that destination, we basically glamp. So we have wow, uh, It's, it's glam, glamour it's camping. Yes, <laughs> we bring wines. What? We bring ice cream, and uh, that's something we do on a regular basis. Maybe at least once a month or twice a month to to unwind. So it's either up in the mountains or uh, yeah. Where or do you down. go? Do you go north? Do you go south? Yeah, you got to. You
1: got to give us a place. It's not bad.
3: Uh, there's a good spot in Laguna, Tristan. It's called uh, Silent Sanctuary Campgrounds. It's actually, oh. you don't have to have a 4x4 vehicle to get there. It's paved all the way. Um, it's a small lagoon, but the temperature at night there is like 21, 22, even during summer. So we were there oh a couple of weeks ago and we were like having a, a time of our life. And like, even we went up once, like it was Friday after work. We just finished production and we were like, let's go, let's go, let's go up. Let's spend need a break. <laughs> we need a break. So we left that evening and then headed, headed up there. It's really fun. And at the same time, we get to disconnect from the digital world for a while. So we actually Damn. share this on Boo Boo. Like we post once in a while, we say yeah. we're like we're out when we're out recharging, you know. But that's what we that's what we love to do. It's called overlanding.
1: Nice. You can do a whole episode about overlanding.
0: Yeah.
3: This is our brand, Overland Kings. Oh so, what? yeah. Overland Kings, we basically supply uh roof tents, uh awnings, freezers, um okay. all these all these other gadgets to help you glamp
0: out. Oh anywhere. my gosh. W- so so yeah. on to
1: our our next episode, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> on to the next Kings. episode. But, Guys, it's exciting. I mean, there's so many things you can do with overlanding. Like we're planning a trip. We're gonna can take a safe? road trip. There's Aurora that just opened now heading to El Nido and Coron. So oh we're my hoping God. to plan something this this year. So we'll be but, on break. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> things like okay. that. Yeah. So that's such that's a great, overlanding.
0: That's a great play of the week. Tristan yeah, and I will I think, shut up now. I don't <laughs> have anything to add. <laughs> 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 yeah, go,
3: go. she was she she had something to share. She was gonna share a book, but I was like, I go, go, no, 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 please, please, please.
0: The more the merrier. Yeah. No, I for me, yeah, no, for me on like, turn. Like,
2: breaks, I, just, <laughs> I read. That's how I relax my mind. And now I'm reading Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. He's the founder of Nike, and it's been really interesting yeah, to me. He's such a okay. good storyteller. Like.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, f- I find her in the living room crying once in a while. like, why, why are you smiling? Why are you <laughs> crying? I'm like, it's really nice. So, so I'm next to read that book.
0: She's like, You have to read this. Books are the but best. Nice <laughs> so. Shoe Dog.
3: So, ako,
1: I've been watching anthologies. So last week I talked about now streaming mm-hmm. on Signal Play. This week I've seen Girl from Nowhere. Ooh,
0: Girl from that's an, from an anthology.
1: So, yeah, it's a huh? Thai anthology show on Netflix. Yeah. So basically, you know, like what happened with Money Heist, La Casa de Babel, where the first season was um a local, it was a local network, and then Netflix picked it up for season two. So that's basically what happened. So um, long story short, it's a new episode every week and it's set in high school. And then there's this new girl. siyang continuing every episode. She's a new girl. Right. And then yeah. each tale, Ooh. it's a... How can I describe it? But it's basically Black Mirror, but through the lens of Asian horror. So since so it's a trippy. new director wow. every week. Yeah. So since it's it's a new um, director every week, so it can play around with the format. Mm-hmm. So it can be a documentary. It can be very art house. It can be black and white. You know. So, what what I find interesting, it's like you know how in Black Mirror, it's like we get some sort of um we get entertained seeing how uncommensurate the punishment is to the crime. <laughs> <laughs> parang medyo, may, may, may ganong feel siya, kasi like. He's The character is basically karma personified, I like see. going after, going after um school pedophiles, frat boys. But I think the best episodes are the ones that are more um relatable, like relatable teenage anxieties. like example, yung the pressure to uh, to plagiarize, um, mm. the, plas- uh, the the pressure to um build an image on social media. So you simple things. Na, it's like normal anxieties naman to, pero then you, you punish them for for what for the, the flaws that they enact. So I find that interesting. So that's what I've been watching. Asian. Nice. The Asian anthology show Girl From Nowhere.
0: Girl From Nowhere. I've been waiting for an endorsement for that show because I've been <laughs> on the fence. So appreciate that one, Tristan. Okay, so this, this week's Plays of the Weeks are all bangers. So really great collection so far. I am going to end... On on a hand note, I'm confident of this as well. Got to give a shout out to another mutual um, in our lives who was also uh, a previous guest on Inside the Industry. I didn't host this episode, though. But shout out to Baker on East, uh, Chino Cruz, who is my uh, personal introduction to, to... Food drops in the Philippines. So Baker on East, if you haven't had those donuts, uh, they are magnificent. They are filled with all sorts of crazy things that you wouldn't expect would blend so nicely. I haven't had a single bad flavor yet. They sell out in like two minutes. But yeah, There's check them out, Baker on yeah. East. That's it, everyone. So last plugs, where can people follow... Boo bars for Boo
3: bars you guys can check us out on instagram so Boo Boo bars that's b-u-b-u bars and uh we have we try to have as much as possible we try to have weekly drops but you know if you follow our instagram we'll announce the drops there so we usually announce it three or four days before we drop so you have enough time to prepare and set your alarms um yeah and our website is also www.bububars.com Calm. So yeah, thanks again, guys, and quick shout out. Just we want to say thank you to a few people. Is that okay? Yes, please. We just want to say thanks to our our, our friends who really also helped us and encouraged us to push with this business and uh, helped us get off our get our feet off the ground. So uh, Joel, thank you, Ian, and uh, Sandra. Sandra, Sandra, Sandra is my sister who really helped us out with our branding and marketing. And marketing. She was uh, amazing at that. Uh, and then we also want to thank Oro. Oro is a uh, yes. chocolate supplier. Um, and we previous we really, our guest, <laughs> <laughs> that awesome.
2: they've been really yes. to like. us in social media. Yeah, Kelly, all we of allowed them, us to use their logo on our stickers. On our, on so our, that's yeah. really that has been a big help for us, too.
3: Yeah, so thank you to all of those people, and thank you again, Pawi Tristan. It's such a pleasure to be here
0: no and thank you for joining us and especially thank you out there for listening and supporting us over here if you haven't already please stay tuned to hustle inside the industry on all podcast platforms including spotify and apple where you can do us a big favor and leave us a rating but most of all don't forget to hit that follow button